You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Welcome to the Limitless Leaders Podcast. And this is our first episode for 2021. And what a ride 2020 was. So really looking forward to a you know, fresh, bright, sparkly new year, 2020, not to be forgotten. And I've been speaking to so many clients and friends and family and really, really important to think about what you learned in 2020 that you can either bring in or let go of for the new year. So one of the, one of the gifts for me in 2020, and as much as you know, there was a lot of doom and gloom and, you know, we've gone through a global pandemic and I'm not trying to paint the golden paintbrush here, but so many good things did come through it. We had a really big year as a business as far as, you know, we had a lot of work postponed. We had to transition our programs online. We created an online program, Supercharge Working Remotely, Um, and basically took everything we do face-to-face to to online. Um, So it was a lot lot of work, a lot of learnings. And one of the gifts for me personally in 2020 that I'm excited to share with you is I wrote my third book that's been published um, in February this year. So the book's called Gift Mindset. And I just wanted to give you a bit of an idea around the concept. I wrote this book out of hours. So I wrote it over five months of weekends. But the concept of the gift mindset had been in my mind for about 18 months. And for many years, I've embraced what I call the gift mindset. And I shared this concept with others. And they found by adopting this mindset, they really learned a new way to embrace challenges and successes both in and out of the workplace. So the gift mindset is simply about seeing the gifts in everything. And I'm not saying the hard, challenging times or the adversity we face should always be smiled at. And we might not always see the gifts at the start, but I think sometimes gifts are hidden in things. And if we can take this mindset of looking at what they are, both in our challenges and successes, they can really, really help us progress forward And if we share them, they can be a survival guide for someone else. Our biggest lessons come through embracing and not resisting our challenges. When we adopt this mindset, what I've seen firsthand and personally is we can approach situations in our life with deeper self-awareness and view whatever we face with, good or bad, as an opportunity to learn. You know, seeing the gifts in any situation can help us change our thoughts our feelings, and therefore the way we approach things moving forward. Um, I think, you know, and I'm sure you'd agree, some of our gifts can be from the past. We can look back at things and it might take years for us to say, hey, that's what I learned from that. You know, I, le- I know I learned personally the gift of gratitude. I lost my father when I was 23 years old. He was only 50 years old. And from that time, and I write about this in my upcoming book, Um, I just had this surge of energy to live life to the fullest and embrace every single opportunity. So sometimes our gifts can be hidden. They can be in the past. Sometimes if you're going through something now, good or bad, you may not see the gifts in it for a while into the future. 
And that's sort of what happens. I think the great thing about adopting a gift mindset is we get to live our legacy. Um, and I really do believe that we can create in and out of the workplace, a life of purpose, connection and contribution. You know, positive, positive psychology research shows that 40% of our happiness is determined by how we think and act. Um, and it's possible to increase our happiness. And it's a key reason I think we need to adopt the gift mindset. So what I want to talk to you today about is what gets in the way of the gift mindset. And we've had some amazing reviews of people that have read the pre-publication manuscript. And this has been a key standout for many. I always think barriers are the opponent to success. So we need to know what to look out for. We go through these in deep detail in the book with models and remedies, but I really, really just wanna give you a top line of the seven barriers to a gift mindset. The first one is suppressed gifts. You know, um, as babies, we connect naturally to our physical and emotional bodies. We're all well-versed in expressing our feelings. As we get older and develop our vocabulary, use language and learn, we learn to read and write. We have our own thoughts and we turn to concepts and words to represent this. Before long, we discover that when we face challenges, we can escape them by hiding our thoughts. All of us have had times or situations, I'm sure I know I have, in our lives where we suppress what's really going on and internalize it. I really believe when we suppress things and don't deal with them, it's usually ineffective over the long term. Um, and it can quickly become a coping mechanism that we default to. So we need to uncover and accept and express these lessons. And that comes from having some self-reflective time, um, creating deeper self-awareness. And I guess, you know, really looking at things for what they are. So we can really go from suppressing something to expressing something. So something to have a think about. And I love, um, there's a saying, you know, any experience can be made into a further blockage or can become a way of freeing ourselves. The second barrier is judgment from others. And this is a very common one. Many people feel it's not their place to share their lessons. You know, recently with some discussions late last year, many said that they felt self-indulgent, especially when sharing successes at work. They said they felt like they were gloating and that their team saw them as a bit egotistical. You might agree, but remember that's a belief that you're holding yourself. So your belief to share needs to be bigger than your why not to share something. You know, and if you can relate to this, and many people can, take the time to flip that belief and focus on the benefits of sharing your successes with others. And I really think failing to share your successes and what you've learned from challenges is selfish because the hard things we go through, the lessons we learn, could be a survival guide for someone else. So, you know, a lot of companies, and there's a lot about this in the book, are doing Motivation Monday. They're doing Failure Fridays where they share their challenges, but what they've learned, they're having Win Wednesdays. There's a lot of ways in and out of the workplace that you can create what I call a gift mindset culture. 
The third barrier is using success as a secret weapon. You know, in any business, we know we need to be successful to survive. You know, we learn through the experience of others um, in the way of innovation, optimism, problem solving and new opportunities. We need to share experiences at work, it's vital. Unfortunately, people sometimes use their successes as what I call a secret weapon. They might hide a personal success or a team success and fail to share this and promote that within the organisation. The reasons they do this, and I interviewed quite a few people for my book, is they feel like sometimes others may take their role, might not understand, might copy them, or they're just not aware of sharing. They get so caught up in the busyness of life. So that's a real one I think you need to have a think about. Um, if you've got a great resource, it could be a person or you've experienced something that's great, share it because that's how we can really connect and collaborate. And going into a what we're calling a hybrid working model this year, where many companies, most companies I'm working with, having a mix of working remotely and in the office, I think this sharing and connection and building a gift mindset culture will be more important than ever. The fourth barrier is distraction. You know, never in human history have our brains had to work with so much information as they do today. You know, we're, we're a generation of people who are so busy processing information received from all directions. And this can sometimes prevent us from thinking and feeling. Um, when we're distracted, we can become removed, you know, as we all know from the present moment. So there's a lot of things that get in the way here, you know, and I don't think I have to go into too much of it, but, you know, we've got shortcuts in our thinking, we've got technology, um, you know, distractions at work, distractions at home. And this can prevent us from stopping and looking at the lessons that we've learned along the way. The fifth barrier is workplace culture. Now, culture is such a buzzword. It's been around forever. It's simply shared beliefs, values, and social norms of a community. So um, many organizations, unfortunately, do not condone or encourage the sharing of challenges, failures, and successes. And this means if you're in one of those businesses, that sharing might not even enter your mind, you know, because you don't know what you don't know. This can happen at home too. If you're brought up to just suck it up and move on in life, that can be a way to move forward, but it's, it prevents us from sharing and connecting with others. So, you know, make reflective time at work. Um, if you're in a leadership position, you know, you have influence here to really get your team together and ask them, what, what have you learned? What's something you've been through? What's something, a risk you took, whether it worked out or not? What did you learn from it? You know, start small, maybe initiate some of the activities I spoke about earlier, such as the win Wednesdays and the failure Fridays. Barrier six, low self-awareness. We all know self-awareness is the foundation. It's like building a house. It's, it's got to be there. Everything starts with self-awareness. Um, Psychologist, we all know the godfather of self-awareness and emotional intelligence, Daniel Goldman, defined self-awareness as knowing one's internal states, intuitions and preferences. 
So I really, really believe that it's very important. And the big reason self-awareness sometimes gets a backseat is that we're not being present. We're simply not being there to observe ourselves or pay attention to what's going on around us. So create a space for yourself. And I say this, it's a bit of a thing I always say, jealously protect that time. Keep a journal. And I'm not talking like two hours a day. It could be simply jotting something down in a journal, um, re, you know, looking at it later or sharing it with somebody else. And this is a really, really good way to build self-awareness as well as obviously ramping up, listening to others, being present um, and, and really, really, you know, making sure you take the time to step back. The last one that's linked to all of these is barrier seven, lack of time and headspace. You know, in today's world, and you'll all know this, there's less people doing more, both inside and outside of work. And this sometimes can set an unrealistic expectation of what could be achieved. This leaves people feeling unmotivated, unfulfilled, um, and then not acknowledging what is. Many of us lack time to embrace what we've experienced and learned from life. We go from point A to point B almost on autopilot. And you know, your actions and results stem directly from how effectively or ineffectively you manage yourself. So I'm a real believer of as those that know me in self-management, not time management. You know, I say in any typical eight hour workday, we have 32 sets of 25 minute blocks. So if you add that up, that's 180 opportunities a week to set aside a 25 minute break to think about the gift mindset. What have I learned? What can I share? What can help me progress forward and what can help others? So there's quite a few barriers there and we really deep dive into those into the book before we show you how to adopt a gift mindset and then go into the 12 gifts. The book is available for pre-sale and it's hitting bookshelves at the end of February. Jump on giftmindset.com to pre-order your copy. And if you're a business or event organizer, we're doing bulk orders um, and personally wrapped and signed copies. And we're really, really looking forward to share this with you. So walking away from listening to this today, I just want you to think about maybe go back to 2020 if that was a present and you've unwrapped it, what gift have you unwrapped for you? What's your one key thing? Maybe you were more resilient. Maybe you learned self-growth. Maybe you learned to forgive somebody. Maybe you learned to be in gratitude more. These are all gifts that we all have and we just need to take the time to step back and unwrap. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We've got some amazing guests coming up over the next few months who have also shared their book stories in the gift mindset. Have a great day or night wherever you're listening from. You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organisations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast Series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 
That's renederusso.com forward slash podcast series. 